Promotional consideration for Growing Greater Philadelphia provided by Citizens Bank, Drexel University, and the General Building Contractors Association. This is the Growing Greater Philadelphia podcast, bringing you more of the interviews and stories from the Growing Greater Philadelphia radio program. Now, here is Matt Cabry. So welcome into the next edition of Growing Greater Philadelphia. We're joined today by Colleen Cavanaugh from Independence Blue Cross. Welcome, Colleen. Thank you for having me, Matt. And we're also joined by a special guest named Matt Gillen, who uh, is uh, the leader of a company called Relay. Welcome, Matt. Matt, thanks for having me. Our pleasure. We're going to start off, Colleen, with learning a little bit about Independence Blue Cross and your relationship with Relay and how it's all come together. But I do want to start off with kind of the vision and the thinking behind a dynamic insurance company, which may sound interesting to some folks when they hear those two terms put together, but it truly does apply to an organization like Independence Blue Cross because they're not just doing your standard type of delivery of insurance services. And I'd love for you to talk with us a little bit about the evolution of Independence Blue Cross when it comes to providing exceptional health solutions to their members. I think people think of a health insurer as really just paying claims, right? That's that's the primary service that we're providing our members. But at Independence Blue Cross, we think it's very important to also look at the member experience and how we can elevate that member experience. How do we educate people about what their benefits are, how they could maximize those benefits? How do we provide the tools and resources that they need in order to feel confident in the healthcare decisions that they're making when they need care? So our partnership with Relay is part of that. How do we get information into people's literal hands, right? Everybody uses their phones, and Relay gave us a platform that we could send digital messages to members to do just that, educate them on how their benefits work, how they could maximize their benefits. We have the ability to then, what we call deep link people right into the tools and resources that can help them make valuable decisions. So for instance, say we look at data, a lot of it is mining data, understanding how members Members are utilizing their benefits and where could they get a better value out of their benefits. So say they've gone to the emergency room for um, a service that was not emergent, right? Especially people new to healthcare, they don't understand how the healthcare system works. So when we see something like that, we're going to send a message to those members to advise them of other options that they have to get healthcare. You could go to your primary care physician, you go to an urgent care center, you can go to a retail clinic, all of which are lower cost for members. So we'll explain that to members, and then what we'll do is we will deep link them within that message actually to our provider finder, which is already pre-filtered on urgent care centers and retail clinics and then sorted by the zip code You know, using geolocation. They can change that zip code. To, maybe they want to get something closer to work or something closer to home, depending upon where they are. So let me ask you this question, because it, it is a, an interesting perspective that to one individual, urgent care may mean something than it does to another individual. Mm -hmm. But I do want to step back for a moment, and I want to drill down a little bit on the technology, if you will, and how it's evolved. Because, you know, historically, we think of making a phone call, either to your primary care physician or directly to your health insurance provider, in this case, Independence Mm -hmm. Blue Cross, and talking through a claim or procedure either before or after it's been provided for the insured, whether it's a child or or the actual, uh, you know, subscriber. We've really evolved past that telephone Mm -hmm. moment and it's gone into online and now it's gone into you know a much more sophisticated handheld computer you know our phones our digital devices our ipad type devices as well 
And independence has really stayed along that path. And what I'm really trying to get here is um, if there is that moment of how did you and your team at independence realize that we need to keep innovating? We need to keep preparing our members with the tools they need to access information, make good health decisions, not only for themselves and their families, but also for independence and for society overall. Yes. And I think that the innovation comes from wanting to be able to share information and to be able to do it economically, right? Historically, I mean, if you go back, everything was direct mail, right? You get something in the mailbox along with a lot of other junk mail stuff that people are sorting through and most of it ends up in the trash. So with phones evolving and everyone relying on their phone for all their information and all their connectivity, not just to their health plan, but to their bank, to all of their friends, their family, we really wanted to be able to leverage that and meet people where they were and where they were using the tools that they were using. So getting people to opt in, and that's really where you know Relay came into the equation, was they offered a platform that would enable us to, to get people connected with their wire, our way of communicating with them via text message. And how did you hear about Relay? Is it some research you did, or did they outreach to you and say, hey, we have this great idea, and you're like, wow, we're looking for a great idea. How did that come together? <laughs> they, they reached out to us. So Matt uh, knows some people at Independence Blue Cross, uh, and they were having conversations, and it was like, wow, this is a great concept. You know, How do we get more people digitally engaged? The ability just to have everything right there at your fingertips it's information overload, too. So with a text message, you're also challenged to make it to the point, crisp with the message, keep it short so that you can engage people. So it was really a great opportunity for us to leverage a platform that is economical from a cost standpoint, valuable, and that you can get information easily in somebody's hands in a channel that they prefer to use. Even if you look at the lower income population, they may move a lot, so it's hard to find them even with direct mail, but with their phones, they tend to keep that phone updated because that's their connection to everyone. Their mobile phone. Yes, their mobile phone. Yes, (laughs) thank you. Most folks don't have a landline Mm -hmm. these days anymore, especially in certain communities Mm -hmm. where it's it's not necessary, frankly, depending on their lifestyle. Right. Absolutely. And I would add, yeah, please. I would add the, uh, the Philadelphia story of this is pretty remarkable. So right. Colleen mentions that we know some people. The beautiful thing about doing business in Philadelphia is it's, it's big enough. There's money to help companies like us get started, but you can also leverage relationships. And we were able to get in front of the board of directors and share with them a vision. And IBC, Independence Blue Cross, looked at that vision. They said, that's it. We want to leapfrog what other people are doing. We want to be there on the cutting edge. And it really was awesome. It was an awesome experience. And we were able to move quickly. They had people like Colleen and Paula Sunshine and Dan Hilferty and Brian Lobley. And they said, yeah, that looks like it. And we were able to cut through a very, what is usually a very long process in in, in quick order and get up and running quickly. I'm really glad you brought that up, Matt, because it is about being nimble, but it's also about who you know. Yeah. And it's not just specific to Greater Philadelphia, but I would suggest yeah. that who you know kind of platform resonates in Philadelphia because we are such a unified community. And to your point, folks know different people in their lives and those intersections in their lives come together in different ways. And I really admire how the vision that you and your team had at Relay, which I want to hear more about, really came together with, hey, what do we have to lose? Let's make a call. I know so-and-so at Independence. Let's let's pick up the phone and say, hey, we have this idea. Can we get together and talk? What's the worst that could happen? Right. And it sounds like that's exactly what you guys did. It's exactly what we did. And, you know, the timing was perfect. And the leadership over there was perfect because they were ready to do something 
innovative and new and, and you know the energy you could feel it from both sides and it's been a, it's been a really good partnership so we're talking with matt gillen of relay and we're also joined from uh, independence blue cross with colleen cavanaugh matt i want to go back and ask about the early seed planning that we had at relay mm-hmm. take us back to the conversations that you and your team had for this idea of how to use technology to enhance health outcomes well it started in more than just health. You know, I had worked for years at a company which was sold. I had a mobile phone that I'd never paid for. And I'm sitting in the parking lot thinking, what are we going to do next as a team? We'd sold our company, but we wanted to build a next company. And I get a text message from AT&T and they're saying, Matt, we're going to turn off your phone. And you're like, wait, 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 wait. And I clicked on the link in the text message. It took me right into their call center. The caller ID let them know who I was. They knew what the problem was and they resolved it within, you know, let's call it a minute and a half. Mm Mm-hmm. And in a minute and a half, they have me as a customer today. So AT&T was able to reach out to me and deliver a wow experience. And, and we got to thinking, what if every company had the ability to do that? What if every company could proactively reach out to you, educate you on the issue, and allow you to resolve it within minutes? And that became the impetus for Relay. Is it fair to say it was almost by accident? It's always fair to say that. And uh, yes, it was by accident. But we knew we wanted to be in mobile. We knew that engagement and communications were the macro trends that were very important to us. And we knew that if you could make things easy and frictionless for customers at every business, you were on to something. Then the matter was, where do we want to point our, you know, our sites? And healthcare became an obvious choice. So you have this inspirational moment mm-hmm through an interaction with AT&T. Yes. What did you do next? We said, where are the most relevant experiences between businesses and customers? Where are the experiences that mean the most to both sides? Where's the most money? You know, Mm -hmm. we're we're entrepreneurs in, in healthcare, banking, and home services. So we brought in a lot of data to study who gets the most types of increase into a call center, who has an educational problem, who has a pull-through problem. By pull-through, I mean you start a process, but you don't complete it. Who has invested in digital assets, but isn't seeing the total return on that. And we brought in all that data, and we identified who do we attack first. And we were unique. When we went after healthcare, we were one of the first to go after the payers directly. We thought the payers represented the perfect opportunity. They knew, and we knew, that they needed to become more of a hub of communication with their members and that they had some assets that some other people didn't have. They had a very large aggregated base. They had large employers that they worked with. They had a couple key things that put them, we thought, in the driver's seat to drive health communication. So we decided to choose them. And I think you're spot on because I know from the health insurance space in general, they want to engage with their members more. Mm -hmm. They want to be more efficient and reduce costs. And one way to do that is helping their members and their families stay healthier and prevent issues from developing. And by providing a service like you do, whether it's proactive or helping to manage the process, they're achieving that goal. Yeah, and when Colleen and her team and we got together, we started to identify what are the types of communications that we can do that have the biggest impact on outcome, that can really direct people, educate people, and allow them to focus on the wellness types of things, gaps in care. We talked about the emergency example earlier. Just by better educating the consumer, the member, the patient, they can start to take better control and with a better understanding of how to manage their health and also bring down costs. And everybody wins. I want to shift gears slightly and take it to the next level and talk a little bit about impact. Colleen, I'll start with you. Are there examples since Relay has been part of the Independence Blue Cross offerings 
where you can look at a situation with a particular member and say, wow, we really moved the needle with this particular person and or his or her family? You know, when we started, it was just opening up the channel. How are we getting people to just initially opt into the messages? And then once they're opting in, make sure that we're sending high value content to get them engaged. Once we got the channel open, then we started to address you know business issues. So if you're looking at a diabetic member, how are we making sure they're getting all the tests and screenings that they need to manage that condition? So are they getting their A1 C test, which is basically showing how well are they managing their sugar over time? Is that happening? Are they getting their, their eye exam? Are they getting their foot exam? Those types of things. So we began to do messages around that again, looking at the data. What is the data telling us that people are doing right or what are they not doing that they need to be doing? So we've seen over time 11% closure of gaps of people who are not getting those tests. We have 11% higher rate of those gaps getting closed Wow! What for the people that we're sending messages That's to. That's impressive. Another piece is looking, you know, people are doing the right thing as far as getting the medications that they need, but could they be getting more cost-effective medications? So looking at who's taking a brand medication where there's a generic medication available. Uh, And we've seen a 20% switch rate of people who are taking brand name drugs moving to generics once they've been educated that there are lower cost options available to them. Saving dollars for everybody. Exactly. Exactly. That's great. The other piece, too, is even just looking at immunizations. I mean, most parents are on top of that stuff, right? But not everyone is. So even when we send out messages around pediatric immunizations, you may just get behind on that stuff. We've seen an 8% increase in people getting those immunizations for their kids, which is going to keep everyone healthier, right? So it's really important stuff to remind people of what's going on there. And sometimes maybe there's a really valid reason why it's not happening. So a lot of the messages that are health related are driving to a health coach, right? So that back to those tools and resources, that health coach can talk to them to understand what are the barriers to you getting that medication or getting that screening? Is it a transportation issue? Is there a resource in the community that we can connect you with that can help you get to that doctor's appointment or to get to that lab site so that you can get the test and the screening that you need to have done? And Matt, is there a similar kind of story that pops for you in terms of impact? How it's changing behaviors for users? So I think Colleen hit on most of the things, but not to overlook. The most important thing that every business has to do is it has to establish a connection at a very high rate. So it doesn't matter what the channel you use. If you're sending a bunch of mail out and people aren't reading the mail, you're sending emails and not reading the email, the first thing you have to do is you have to get a connection. And so it's Colleen Uh, alluded to, the first thing we did was how can we get as many people as possible to turn this new channel on? Once we got a very high rate of connectivity, then we could push the communications through. So the first measurement of impact was number of people connected. And, you know, hundreds of thousands of people, members for Independence Blue Cross are now connected on the channel. That gives you the scale to have the really meaningful impact on the types of communications that she talked about. That's great. And I want to come back to this as well. But again, I'll start with Colleen around what's next. Mm -hmm. Because I know that Independence Blue Cross has a footprint that goes beyond greater Philadelphia. Is this potentially going to launch into other markets or has it already? So we're already working with Matt to really get other blue plans on board as well. Matt, can he probably has the most accurate up-to-date number on the number of other blue plans that have connected, but we work together on helping to get more blue plans. Yeah, I mean, this is a great story for the region and for startups in the region. So not only was Independence Blue Cross our first client, but we also structured a relationship with them where they helped us take this offering to other blues and payers. And we have over 18 payers now. So we have access to over 20 million people across the country with a blue brand or otherwise that is using our platform. And that has been remarkable. And the second thing they did was when we raised our second round, 
they stepped up and said, we want to invest in your company. Now, I know they don't do that with every company, but for that to happen, where they become our first client, they help us bring on other clients and validate our solution in the marketplace, and they invest in our business. That is a remarkable thing, and I think speaks volumes to what can happen in Philadelphia when you get the right people together with great ideas. Well, they see value for sure, and the service you're providing is clearly distinguishable and is providing a service and a value that folks couldn't get elsewhere. I want to talk about what's next. And Matt, you had referenced healthcare, yes. but you also referenced potentially other industry sectors that might sure. be appropriate for the type of digital outreach and tools that Relay offers. And I was hoping you could talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, so we're in market in three core verticals, healthcare, which we touched on, financial services. Um, we have some of the very large brands and banks, TD, Santander, Citizens Bank, and others. Uh, home services, we have the largest cable company of Comcast and Cox and Direct Energy. And every business has the same problem. They know that they will get higher lifetime value and better customer satisfaction by driving easier engagement with their customers. The problem is how do you make that happen? And so many of those businesses are adopting the relay solution very similar to what IBX has done to say, we know that they need a new tool, a private one-to-one feed with every customer. So with the product comes this feed built just for service, just for engagement, private, secure, compliant, and that's been uh, very well received across these other verticals and, and been a ton of fun for us. My next thought for you, Matt, is centered really on the name. I always find it interesting, mm-hmm. the story behind the name of an organization. And Relay sounds pretty straightforward, but it may not be as straightforward <laughs> as we all think. Is there is there a story behind the name Relay, and how did you guys settle on that? Yeah, so when we first started the company, I, I talked to you about the AT&T example sitting in my car. The reality was is that not every business had ability to connect with their own customers. And we thought that we could be the technology, the relay that sits in the middle that helps them establish that connection, establish the right experiences that they can deliver out and across this platform, relay the information back and forth. And that's really where the name came from. Yeah. So it was kind of just organically came out of your conversations. Yeah. We, yeah. Have, we have a guy who, who works with us who, who loves doing that is great at it. Yeah. That's great. I mean, did relay pop into your mind as you're sitting in your car trying to save your phone from being disconnected <laughs> no 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 it, it I, I asked this guy named paul Raiden, who's one of the co-founders and he disappears for a couple of days and he always comes back with something that's great and he not only comes back with a name but he comes back with a logo and a you know every mission statement exactly. the whole package yeah that's he, great he's good at that yeah and how quickly has all this happened matt it's one thing we haven't talked about i mean you came up with your concept and idea and now you're working with 18 healthcare providers and a bunch of other folks in other industries yeah you've been growing pretty quickly we have been. It's never as quick as you think. So you wake up and you realize you've been doing it. You know, like I said, our first client was 2013. So now it's 2018. So over the last five years, we have honing in on 14 million end users on the platform, doing about 30,000 new customers, our clients' customers coming on every day. And so we've hit a really large inflection point. We always thought that, hey, when we get to that 10 million, we're really going to be humming. But now we see nothing but green pastures ahead as far as really blowing it out. I know it's all relative based on people's perspectives and managing expectations, but from my vantage point, that's a significant growth over a five-year period. Oh, it's it's remarkable. Tremendous. I mean, you yeah. know, to start in the region, to, to take down one client, two client, we have over 40 major brands now. We're going to add 40 more this year. It's been a really fun ride and, and one which we, we couldn't have gotten to where we are without partners like Independence Blue Cross. That's really fabulous. Really fabulous. And I love the story of kind of the homegrown connection yep. uh, with business leaders and civic leaders gathered right here around the greater Philadelphia region. 
You know, one of the things we at Select Greater Philadelphia often like to talk about and using a platform like our Growing Greater Philadelphia podcast program is is a way to do this is how great it is to live and work and raise a family, to create, to innovate, to dine, to play right here in our 11-county neighborhood of northern Delaware, southern New Jersey, and southeastern Pennsylvania. And with that, Colleen, I know you're native to our beautiful state just to the south that neighbors Pennsylvania in Maryland, Mm -hmm. and you had the great privilege of attending Villanova University, fell in love with our community, I suspect, and stayed here. And I'd love to hear your perspective based on your your time here, your time at Independence Blue Cross, the experiences you had at Villanova, as to, you know, the specialness and the uniqueness that the greater Philadelphia community brings. So I grew up in Maryland, and I grew up in a town with no traffic lights. We had to pick up our mail at the post office, so a whole different experience. So came up here. I went to Villanova. A lot of local people go to Villanova. Two of my roommates from college were local, uh, went to Catholic schools here. So I fell in love with the area, and you know I always you know wanted to live in a real neighborhood. You know, yep. um, so out in the suburbs, my husband uh, I met the week after I graduated from college. He had gone to LaSalle, and He wanted to grow up in the same town. He wanted to raise his family in the same town where he grew up, which I think happens a lot here. Um, The community aspect of here, which helps with those connections, right? Everybody does seem to know Mm -hmm. someone. Absolutely. Um, I'm sure if we played a name game, we'd figure out somebody that we knew in common, which is one of the unique values of the Philadelphia area. So, and I think just the fact that it's, I was talking to somebody recently, it's just, it's as someone who grew up in Maryland, it's a great state. I love Maryland too. Awesome place to raise your family as well. But within Philadelphia, you can so easily get to so many other places too, right? I mean, we ha- we can enjoy everything that Philadelphia has to offer and then can easily, you know, jump up to New York or the shore or, you know, down to Baltimore. So I think there's a lot to offer there. And just the education's great. Like you said, the restaurants are great. There's not really anything that you could want for here. Uh, you can really find everything here in the Philadelphia area, whether you be in the suburbs or right in the city. Yeah, absolutely. Matt, you are a proud native to greater Philadelphia, yep. right? Yep. And I really appreciate that because you have a a different perspective, just as Colleen has a different perspective as well. And my really concise question here is, do you think Relay could have been as successful if it wasn't for the geographical location of Greater Philadelphia? I I I don't know to say as successful, but I can tell you what it is I think about the region that really helps. Yeah. And we touched on a little bit of it in the story of the Independence Blue Cross. First and foremost, there is a work ethic in Philadelphia, and I don't care whether it's in the city or the burbs, where people are willing to go to work. And there is a real passion for the mission at hand. And so it's great at Relay when you can set a mission and, and communicate it. You can draw people in, and you know they're gonna be hardworking, and you know that they're gonna join the cause, if you will, um, and they're talented. I would put our region up against any region as far as smart, hardworking, talented people. And that's even within a technical perspective. So hiring technology folks is hard. There's a lot of competition for it. But when you find you know, the people that, as you talked about, the proud of being from here, yep. there's just something about it that creates this common feeling and kind of esprit de corps that you get from the region. I don't know if that happens in places like San Francisco where it's more transient or New York where it's more transient, but you can really build that here. And so that's the one element, the talent. The second is the access to capital. 
there is access to capital in Philadelphia. For the size we are, there is so much access to world-class capital. New Spring, First Round, Independence Blue Cross. It doesn't matter what you're involved in. There is money to be found and to support good ideas here in Philadelphia. So I'm really glad to hear you say that, Matt, because there's a perception that it's actually harder to access capital. I, I think it depends on who you're asking and what circles folks are in and whether or not they are truly engaged with Philadelphia in the same way that others are. But there has been this historically this, I think it's safe to say, almost a negativity when it comes to accessing uh, capital. Yeah, I think there is a negativity. I think it's it's hogwash. You yeah. know, I mean, the fact of the matter is you don't always know where to turn and they're not as readily throwing down checks like you have in Silicon Valley or New York. But the money's here. Mm-hmm. And if you know where to go and you have a good idea, you're going to get access to capital here much more readily than you would in a lot of other areas. So, you know, I, I'm not so sure that I would buy that. And look, I'm not saying we're Silicon Valley. Right. But I am saying it's a great place to start a business and you can get money with the right introductions and ideas. Let's talk in the spirit of, uh, you know, the uniqueness of Greater Philadelphia. Is there a favorite place, Matt Gillen, that you have in the 11 county neighborhood of Greater Philadelphia that you and your family just really enjoy and, and love to go to? You know what I'm going to do? Because I'm a true gentleman. I'm going to yeah. let Colleen go first. On this oh, one. that is yeah. very thoughtful <laughs> of you. you? Yeah, yeah, very and thoughtful of you. And then I can think of, of, of an answer. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sure. Maybe even text my wife. <laughs> but it might be a little easier for, for Colleen, yeah. who, who has come here uh, really as a late teen, to go to Villanova and maybe discovered something. I do apologize. You are the client of ours, and that was not that was not good to do on there. <laughs> it was really slick. Yeah, like yeah, that. It was, okay. and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think very clearly what, what I should come up with. My first thought was ice cream, and I'm like, where's my favorite ice cream <laughs> yeah, place? Yeah, that's okay. Um, I'm trying to think of a really good answer. I mean, I think I, what's great about the Philadelphia area is there are a lot of great, like, pubs and, uh, yeah. you know, family restaurants, places that where you can you, you kind of see all the local people. So, totally. um by me, it's like McGurk's and um, trying to think of what else, you know, places along those lines. Great places where you can take your family, but also see your friends and, you know, right. kind of enjoy. Well, I mean, we hit on one prior to, prior to taping. So, you know, my older son loves history. Yeah. And for my birthday this year, he gave me a trip to Franklin Institute, and we we're going to look at the Terracotta Warriors. Very cool. Now, the arts in Philly is remarkable. And so for us to jump in a car for 25 minutes, get that private time with my son, be at a world-class exhibit, you know, and go back and forth and then get back in the car and he's back in time to study for SATs or whatever it was he's dealing with was pretty cool. So you have the Franklin Institute, you have the Barnes, you have Boathouse Row, which is remarkable. And then the Burbs. I mean, the, the, the Burbs and... The parks. Yeah. It just has everything that you're looking for. It really does. It's a special place. It really is. And we often take it for granted, especially those who are native to greater Philadelphia. And in that same spirit, I'd love to, I'm going to start with Colleen on this question, uh-huh. man. I'll spare you. Uh-huh. How did he get spared? <laughs> he gets spared. I like where this is going, Matt. I like it. <laughs> Colleen, you're talking with friends and family, colleagues from outside the greater Philadelphia region, maybe from California or Europe or South America, Florida. And you're talking about the greater Philadelphia region. And, uh, you know, maybe they're thinking of moving or starting a business. What kind of advice and guidance and insight do you share with them about the greater Philadelphia community? 
I mean, I think it's just get involved. I mean, there are so many opportunities, at least, you know, in the communities that I am in, is to really meet people just, you know, if you have kids, to get involved with the athletic leagues. Not everyone's into sports, but there are plenty of things even from more the musical arts and things along those lines. There's something that you love that exists here that you can get engaged and involved with, whether it be volunteering and doing something along those lines or something, like I said, with your kids. Uh, Getting involved, I think, is so critical because you meet people, you have common interests, you make those connections, and then that can lead to other opportunities for you. That's great. Thanks. And by the way, folks, we're talking with Matt Gillen of Relay and Colleen Cavanaugh from Independence Blue Cross, who are working collaboratively on a really unique tool that allows members of Independence to manage their health better. Matt, my question for you, it could be South by Southwest. It could be a Silicon Valley event. Mm-hmm. It could be a Boston event. And, you know, you're talking about your success here in mm-hmm. greater Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And folks are questioning, like, dude, what are you doing in Philadelphia? Right. How do you respond to that? Well, the reality is, is you're living in a global economy now, number one. And I think everyone understands that. So the only reason they would ask that is, well, why would you choose to live in Philadelphia? And to me, that's a slam dunk. Philadelphia right now is one of the coolest cities on the planet. It is. It is. By, totally. any, by any measure. Yeah. And it's sophisticated. It's cool. But it's easy. It's easy to navigate. It's not as hard to get reservations. And it's world class. So, you know, it's become a lot easier for me to answer that question. Now, if you want to raise a family, the schools in the area are remarkable. You have private schools. You have public schools. You can get to New York City within an hour and 15 minutes on Amtrak. You can get to the beach any beautiful beaches. So Philadelphia has it all. Yeah. It's a great place to raise a family. It's a great place to start a business. And you know, it's, it's just, I think more than on the up and up it's, it's arrived. It really has. It's a special place. It really is. And, and there's something that's happening here. And it yeah. really started, I like to say it, it started probably back when Colleen first came to town. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you touched on something earlier about this negativity. Yeah. For a long time there, all the lines of questioning was, well, how do we do this? How do we, why aren't we that? And that's changed. And the reality is, I can say with confidence that Philadelphia is a great city. It is. And you no longer have to start with comparisons to others. You know, we can stand up on our own two feet. Absolutely. And in fact, people are comparing themselves to Philadelphia. Yeah. And and I often like to say, in all seriousness, and I'm, I'm half kidding here, but it's actually to the benefit of New York and the, to the benefit of Washington, D.C., that they're so close to New York. Yeah. Because companies based here, professionals based here, can easily access that financial community sure. in New sure. York and the regulatory and legislative community down in D.C. and come back to this beautiful community to, to be with their family in a higher quality of life and a more cost-efficient way to, way to operate as well. And the other thing that you're seeing, and Colin, I'm interested in your point of view, is the key leaders within Philadelphia are now 100% confident on who we are and, and what we are. So you have the Dan Hilfordies and the Brian Roberts and you have the universities. I mean, everyone is kind of riding this high and this wave of knowing that this is a great place to be. I don't know if you've seen that as well. I think absolutely. Uh, I, there's a lot of energy in the city. I think even if you look at the things that we've had here, you know, the NFL draft and the right. Pope, I mean, there's a lot right. of energy, great stuff for the city, great ways for people to get involved in the community and just enjoy Philadelphia. You know, Matt, coming back to your point about folks being engaged, they yeah. care. Our, mm-hmm. our business and civic leaders really care. And it, it's not just the CEO suite, although that's certainly where it starts, yeah. but it does come down to the entire organization of folks who really care. And coming back to your point earlier about negativity, we have turned this corner yeah. where Philadelphians are much more positive than yeah. they ever have been since, you know, in our life, lifetimes. And, that, and it's for good reason. So, you know, it's not just 
a propaganda. It's not just a, you're not just telling a story. You can feel it and it's true. And because it's true, it builds on itself. So totally. Yeah. yeah. And it, and it uh, is infectious yep. and contagious, which yep. is a nice way to bring it back to Independence Blue Cross and Relay. <laughs> <laughs> My question for you guys, what's next? What's next for Relay? What's next for Independence Blue Cross and its relationship with Relay and how it can impact the lives of members and patients who rely on the insurance that's being provided by Independence? I think if we look, I guess one of the more recent things that we did that we didn't talk about yet was partnership that we did with the Sixers and did promotion. So we were launching last summer a new uh, wellness platform. So how we, you know, we talked about what we're doing for those people like diabetics who need help manage a condition, but we really want to start that conversation with every member so that when the need arises, they understand what's available to help them. So we launched a whole new health and wellness platform that's concentrating on fitness, nutrition, physical activity eating well, you know, that type of thing, sleep. And uh, we needed to make sure that people got that message. So leveraging, again, Relay and that platform to get the message out, but being able to also work with the Sixers. So we partnered with the Sixers on that. The Sixers were, you know, had a great season. So to be able to leverage the the momentum of the Sixers at the beginning of their season, uh, and we saw great results, you know, pushing out the messaging through text messaging and email as well to say, hey, we've partnered with the Sixers on this Get in the Game, which was the name of the program, to That's really great. drive awareness of this new platform and use of the new platform. And we saw a 92% increase in usage of the platform going live with that, wow. 80% more time spent on the site, and an 11% increase in just overall registration with people registering for the first time on our member website. So really capitalizing on those things that are Philadelphia and then pushing them out through a great channel like text messaging has really been uh, very successful for us. What a great and really smart vehicle for independents to partner with the Sixers to get that message out. That's really great. And Matt, how about you? What's next for Relay? Well, in healthcare, I think one of the big opportunities is now that you have over 4 million people. So just in that vertical for Relay, I'm pretty sure we're up to almost 4 million people uh, on the platform. Now you can start to push out all types of communication things. So if you think of any app that you've heard about, their problem is adoption. We have mass adoption. So now you can push things out like telemedicine, you know, scheduling. There's other types of things that you can do once you have that connection that make it easier to become more of a hub um, more of you know a, a multi-tenant, if you will, channel. Almost a community. I don't know exactly. if that's taking exactly. it too far, but that's what comes to mind for me. Yeah, because I'm a member and I'm a patient and I'm a customer. Yeah. yeah, I'm part of the Independence Blue Cross family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Matt Gillen of Relay, Colleen Cavanaugh of Independence Blue Cross, thank you so much for joining us on Growing Greater Philadelphia. Thank you, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Our Growing Greater Philadelphia podcast is brought to us by many of our investors and partners, including Stradley Ronin. They're a proud investor of Select Greater Philadelphia, and their more than 200 attorneys represent private and public companies in everything from sophisticated corporate transactions to complex litigation. You can learn more at stradley.com. And by Independence Blue Cross, a leading health insurance company offering health plans from managed care, Medicare, and Medicaid, and they have over 10,000 dedicated employees right here in Greater Philadelphia. You can learn more about Independence Blue Cross at ibx.com. Check out all of our podcasts and be sure to tune in Friday mornings, 5 a.m., Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Thanks for listening to Growing Greater Philadelphia.